Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, Episode 30. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Both of you are looking at Dr. Brian. Everyone's looking at Dr. Brian kind of in shock for one reason or another. Except for the Hydralis. Hydralis doesn't care. You see from behind the pedestal where you could not see Lily, Lendasha stands up and just her warp blade rips right through Dr. Brian, who is not wearing any kind of armor or anything. She has clearly been waiting for the right moment and either lost her patience or decided that this was it. And in fact, it looks like she was taking her swipe as just as he was shooting, he just happened to get the shot off first. Okay. He's dead. He looks dead instantly. And this gun is now on the pedestal. And that is where combat is starting. And how far are things from each other? You two are medium range from that pedestal. Malorn is short range. We have a bad guy first, then a good guy. Wait, who's the bad guys and the good guys? Yeah, so there's a couple <laughs> a couple groups here. There's you guys, which is Lily, Imogen, Malorn. There's Lendasha's crew, which is her plus two goons. Lendasha is more of kind of a purple colored Protoss. There's a couple troopers in here. And there's the one Zerg Hydralisk. So there's four different groups. Technically speaking, the Hydralisk may not be up for much, though, since the Hydralisk is still chained. There's still a chance. <laughs> there is very much still a chance. The bad guys, they have the first slot. Landasha got like a surprise round off. This turn, she grabs the rifle. and. So her, these warp blades, are they one-handed weapons? What are they? They are, actually. No, 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 those are distinctly two-handed weapons. So she has to take a maneuver, put that away, take another maneuver, pick up this gun. She's still cloaked. You guys can now see, there's a floating creepy gun. So her location might be a little more clear. It's still difficult to attack her, unless you're Lily, but it can be done. There is one player turn, and then various kinds of bad guys, and then the other two players. All the Protoss are going after this player. All the other Protoss, I should say. So choose accordingly what you would like to do. Who would like to take this slot? Are we engaged with the Hydralisk? I think you two can count as engaged with the Hydralisk if you want to be. I think Lily is definitely engaged with the Hydralisk. Imogen, if you want to be, you can. So Lily already tried Skulljuggery to free the Hydralisk and failed. I would like to try to free the Hydralisk. And be obvious about it? Or? Uh, yeah. Things are going badly here. Nobody's writing an incident report on this. Correct. Something just attacked the head scientist. I'm going to release this Hydralisk to attack that thing if I have to lie to somebody later about why I did it. Right. This is just a maneuver to undo. I don't think you need an action to do this. You're just pulling that bar back because you're not. You're making it obvious. If you want to make it not obvious, yes, then it'll be a Skaldic reaction. Okay. Uh, Lily has the shot to give the Hydralisk, not me. This is true. All right. Well, I guess I'm releasing a pathetic Hydralisk. Yeah, unless, Lily, you had a thought on what you wanted to do. Kill all the people who know you're a resock. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot scientists. <laughs> I'm not resocialized. Okay, I am, but you can't know. 
I'm not a murderer. Bang, bang. I'm a thief, not a murderer. What kind of armor is Lindasha wearing that I can see? It looks whatever is similar to what Malorn has. Or maybe what does it look like? Because if I wanted to try to slow her down, I could pull a knife and throw it, or I could pull my gun and shoot her. Yeah, a knife will do something, but you know that shooting is a lot more effective on these these folks. I think that would be probably my instinct is to attack her. That's an entirely reasonable thing. Uh, she's already gone, so... Even though releasing the Hydralisk is probably the smarter move, but since I've got eyes on her before she leaves with the device... I will say the Hydralisk goes before more of you go, so if you release him, he's going to do something. What that's going to be is up for debate. Or are you thinking I could use my whole turn to release him and give him the shot? That you can definitely do. Of course, then you and I are just standing there right next to this Hydralisk who is about to act. There is a, a Protoss fellow next to the Hydralisk as well. Oh, that's true. There's that. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to free the Hydralisk and give him a shot. Because that, you know what? That was our plan going on. And then could I take strain to pull a weapon or? You cannot, unfortunately. You can only take two maneuvers. If you can find an action you want to do, something that's like rolling for something. You could punch someone or something. That's an action. The Protoss that's next to us, could I do that? Punch him? You could absolutely punch him. Yes. Okay, I'll try that. So instead of giving the Hydralisk a high five, you're going to give the Protoss... A knuckle sandwich. The Protoss high five looks a little different. <laughs> They've only got like three fingers. I mean, it's... <laughs> I suppose the Hydralisk only has claw one claw. <laughs> okay, then that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to release the Hydralisk, give him a shot, and then punch the Protoss that's near us. I can see him. Okay, you free the Hydralisk, one maneuver. You spend two strain to give him the shot, second maneuver. And then action, you just punch this Protoss. Yeah, that'll release a little extra energy. Yes, so... Maybe I could punch a scientist. This is going to be Brawl check. It is going to be a red and a purple, because he has some levels of adversary. I will give you a blue die, because he's not expecting anyone to be able to see him and punch him. All right, and then I'm going to use my second win now, so that I can only have four strain. Ah, yep, you can do that. One success and three advantages. My brawn is three. Yep, so you're doing four damage. This guy doesn't have armor at all. He's cloaked, so he's not expecting to get hit at all. Uh, so you get two damage through to him. So you, you clock him. He knows you're there. He's, he was not expecting that. As you shift around behind the Hydralisk, as you, you free the Hydralisk, and then come around, whack, smack this Protoss in the back of the head a little bit. Uh, he was not expecting that at all. Okay, so then with the three advantages, can I give... A blue die to whatever Imogen's going to do, and then maybe heal a strain? Or Yes, you can absolutely do that. You could increase your defense if you think that's likely to be an issue. Uh, you did just take off this Protoss. You could heal a bunch of strain. Yeah, I could give it to just the next ally, and then so one point for that, and then take two strain, because I feel good having punched somebody. It does feel good. <laughs> you needed to punch someone, this resock business. Now the Protoss knows, too. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking the Protoss knew anything about that stuff. I'm sure I would like to punch a scientist. That would probably really feel good, but... If you punch a scientist, you know, I'll give you one strain back just for doing that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if they're a, a, around. Okay. Two bad guys, which is Protoss in this situation. Two bad Protoss. What, worse than Malorn, or like, you know, have to think of a way to like, well, no, Malorn's bad too, but... Uh... <laughs> Are they all rivals? Yes, they are rivals. They have their own slots. But you've caught the attention of this Protoss fellow. 
He sees you. He was not expecting to be seen. He takes his warp blade. He was going to attack the Hydralisk, but you're right there and punched him. So he's going to come at you. Yeah, you punch a Protoss in the face. This clearly threw him off a little bit. <laughs> he goes for a swipe back, but his uh, warp blade falls short. and does not connect with you. But he has regained his footing a little bit. He will pay a blue die to his comrade. As, uh, you can hear him call out now. And of course, uh, Imogen, you can hear this as well. Uh, in some strange Protoss language that you're not familiar with. Okay, so everybody in the room is hearing Protoss voices. Is hearing weird reverberating Protoss voices. That is correct. Okay. Like, to him, the jig is up, someone can see me, so might as well give his buddy a tip. His boss just, like, slaughtered somebody. Of course the jig is up. Well, but they didn't know that was Protoss. Someone can see them. They need to know that. Landasha hadn't given away their position, only her own. He gives his buddy a tip. His buddy is attacking one of the troopers right next door. But I tell you, these guys, you know, not as, not as adept as you might think. Like, because the guy shouted, now the trooper's on extra alert too. Now the trooper gets cut, but is not killed. Trooper takes some nasty hits. He doesn't lose an arm yet, but his chest is gashing open. Uh, now your Zerg friend goes. So many Zerg friends. I'm like a friend to Zerg. Not only did I release him, I apparently punched the guy that was about to attack him. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that Zerg probably hate Protoss a little bit more than they hate Terrans. They like, they smell the Zerg on Lily and they know she's a friend. You know, it's just enough to, like, throw him off for a second. You did stab him with creep stuff. It's definitely weird, but he's been getting shot a lot. He's out of it. There's clearly a Protoss here. Like, he can smell it. He doesn't know where he is exactly. But he's going to go and try to swipe down with a claw on wherever this Protoss is. He's going to take three black dice, because he does not know exactly where he is. But he will swing on down. By the way, I was wrong. I only had one stem, so nobody get hurt. So nobody get hurt. I should have used my other action to put the goggles on him. Put the goggles on the... <laughs> on the hydralisk. <laughs> uh, he takes a swipe down, and Lily, you can tell, he's trying to swipe down at the Protoss, but he's, it's just not obvious to him where this Protoss is. Okay. Uh, so he takes a swipe and misses. There's a trooper. One of the troopers just got stabbed. Uh, he's going to, like, take a step back and, like, fire wildly at wherever this uh, Protoss was shooting him. Uh, he actually manages to hit a couple bullets into one of the Protoss goons, which is not the one that Lily punched. How does the cloaking technology work? Like, can you splash paint at somebody and then you can see them? Or does it require a special surface to operate? Why don't you make a two purple knowledge Protoss trick? And it is another player turn, so that's an appropriate question to ask. Three successes. Uh, so you think in the short term, yes, like splashing paint or something would help, but it Whatever generates the cloaking field generally also is kind of hydrophobic, and those things will tend to rinse off quickly. So, like, if you're engaged in mortal combat with someone, yes, getting some paint on them will help for a little while, but it will quickly come off. So, like, if you lost track of someone, they got to another room, they're going to be able to get clean, you won't be able to spot them again. But if I were to, like, spray something in Landash's general area, that might help Malorn see her better. That might help Malorn, yes, absolutely. What did you have in mind? Well... I was thinking of taking two maneuvers to reach the dead body of Dr. Prine and uh, use his blood. Grim. Or we could spend the story point and there's a can of spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to think. I was like, what would be in a lab? Like, they wouldn't have buckets of paint around. No. I mean, I'm also fine with using a story point to have something a little less icky around. But when I was trying to think of what here could be sprayed... 
the blood of the dead body seemed like the available thing. Or silly string. They have fun here. Do they have cans of cheese spray from somebody's lunchbox? Um, fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher is a totally legitimate thing. Fire extinguisher would be in here. Would, you would not need a story point for that. And that would work from short range. That would be two maneuvers. So a maneuver to get the fire extinguisher and a maneuver to be at short range. Yes. I could see it being a ranged attack, but it shouldn't be as hard as a ranged attack to hit somebody to do damage. I'm just trying to go in the area. Yes. Right. She is kind of behind a pedestal uh, a little bit, though, so it's hard to get all of her. So I like this idea. I want to support this. Does she have, like, actual cover? She has one black die of cover. She was actually hiding behind the pedestal because perhaps she is more careful than her associates. Maybe she expected something dangerous to occur. Maybe she saw the visors out in the front and thought, hey, maybe I should be cautious. Okay. I will say, because you're just trying to blast her like this, you are not going to suffer the black dice from, like, not being able to see her. So you're just trying to get the general area. And I'm, like, aiming at the frying pan. It's visible. Yes, but, like, she has levels of adversary. Like, she would like to not get hit with this stuff, and that's sort of what that reflects. Like, she sees you coming with this fire extinguisher. Okay. To hit somebody with two levels of adversary from short range is purple-red. And you are saying she has a black die of pedestal cover. That is correct. I will also give you that if you hit, like, this will do some damage or other negative effect to her as well. Because it's going to be cold. And whatever it smells like. Oh, she doesn't have a nose. She doesn't breathe. She doesn't have to worry about that. Not a problem. Do I get anything for the fact that she does have a physical object in her hands? I will throw a blue dot your way. And I will use our last story point. And I end up with three successes and one advantage. Do you have uh, thoughts on your advantage? I would like to give a blue dot to Malorn, who is the next player to go. Okay, you spray the fire extinguisher all over Landasha. She sees you with something, isn't sure what it is exactly, because what the hell is a fire extinguisher? Uh, you just blast her a whole bunch. You had how many successes? I had three. You actually do damage her a little bit. Like, that it's cold. Uh, you know, maybe Malorn's going to be pissed that you're trying to take her out. I'm illuminating the target. <laughs> Painting the target. He doesn't understand. Okay, uh, you've got her covered for a few rounds. Uh, particularly since, like, the fire extinguisher, her own body heat will tend to cause that to cake off. Uh, but you cool down the weapon significantly, too. So, you know, that's good. Maybe it can fire against her. Oh. Maybe Malorn can get an extra blue die just because this has got to be a little humiliating for her. <laughs> right, she looks really silly now, doesn't she? Well, like, everyone can, like, see there's a Protoss body shape here now. <laughs> it is a little, yeah, I would say humiliating. I'm going to give her an extra black die. And I'm going to say, not such a good cloak now, is it? Oh, uh, humiliated by some quippy Terran. Would you like to use her clever retort on whatever she does, essentially? I think that has to be applied to social checks. Yeah. But you have the book. I have the book. I, I make the rules. So. <laughs> because it was socially humiliating for her. Okay. Either you can give her two threats or you can give her a black die. Your choice. I'll give her two threats. It's an incidental, so... Uh, yes. And it's an out-of-turn incidental. I don't yes. even have to decide right now. That is correct. You're going to say something very humiliating to add on to this. It is Malorn's turn, and indeed... Uh, so Malorn does not drop his guys during this. Does ignite a side gauntlet, however. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I might do the same thing later, too. Yeah, the, the reports are going to be like, Protoss, warriors, chaos, zerg. 
News at 11. Also, discount tickets to the Dorf. <laughs> we need your patronage. <laughs> Malorn will spend him maneuver to ignite his Psy Gauntlet. He will spend another maneuver to close the distance with Undasha. And then he will go take a swing. So, she does have one. He's got the defense from that pedestal. She's got two levels of adversary. You gave him a blue die. And she should be slightly easier to see now. Yes, so he doesn't have to take the penalties for not being able to see her. Oh, okay. That would be three black dice if you were still cloaked. Are we supposed to be adding black dice to things we're doing because of the red lighting? You know, I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. There's, you know, daylight coming in from those windows. Yeah, yeah, they really didn't think this through. Whoever came up with this. Uh, he has successes. Okay. What did I say the damage on a side gauntlet was? It was Brawl plus one and it crits on a two. Okay, he gets a good hit on Landasha. Don't kill her! Yes. Well, that's why, like, he sort of growls at you as he goes, because you had to close distance a little bit as he, he goes by. It's like, remember, no fatalities. <laughs> or remember, like, she's mine. As he ignites his blade. He goes for a, a big gash, probably on her thigh. Uh, just trying to slow her down, but uh, he just—he does a good general connection. Definitely surprises her, but she's still got this weapon up. There is one other trooper. Does she recognize him? In his guise? Probably not, but maybe. Yeah, but he was just speaking in a growly Protoss voice. He was, so he's a Protoss, that's pretty clear. She probably has never even heard of him. Ooh. Those wrinkled faces, they all look the same to me. Yeah, like, which one are you? <laughs> uh, yes, she does recognize him, actually, like, Oh, Malorn, forsake Terrans, do your dirty work? Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna love telling the High Lord all about this. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, let's go. <laughs> Dear Diary, Malorn is so dumb. <laughs> he doesn't just act like a Terran, he looks like one. And I bet he smells like one, because he has a nose now. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, there is another trooper who is in here, and is this trooper needs to keep from freaking out. There's too much going on. He is not equipped to deal with this situation. Ooh, okay. He holds it together. This trooper pulls the alarm. <laughs> I was wondering if somebody was going to do that. Yeah, just like, nope, 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 nope. Alarm goes off. I wonder if that alarm only sounds in the back half of the building or if it sounds in the front half, too. That's a good question. We're going to find out. We are back to the top. It is a bad guy first. Do scientists not do anything? Scientists are ineffectual. No, scientists are freaking out, cowering, not prepared for violence, it turns out. They're just, just mean. you know, glad to shoot chained up things, but... Absolutely. 100%. Glad to meddle on things that they shouldn't, but when those things meddle with them, it does not go well for them. Uh, we got bad guys first. Logically, this should be Lendasha. She is finding Malorn to be pathetic. Maybe maybe we can just confiscate the frying pan as evidence of fraudulent activity. Evidence of their insufficient security measures? Yeah, and just like, no, we're going to have to check this. And, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, you can get it back after the trial. It's fine. <laughs> after the trial. I think oh, one of the just... protests ended up with it. Pretty sure that's what happened. As you're, like, toadying it around... <laughs> this no this is my shotgun they took it and then they stole a cloaked ship well maybe we won't need the wraith or maybe they'll, that's what they'll actually do <laughs> it is possible uh lindasha 
She's got this gun. She takes a step back. She's going to shoot Malorn, who is not cloaked. She's taken two threats on this because I made a snappy comment at her. You make a snappy comment at her. She has three threats then. She does connect, however. Is three threats enough to do anything bad to her? Three threats uh, for this particular weapon can be run out of ammo. She could fall over. Oh, I know. Her cloaking gives out as it interacts poorly with the frying pan laser. Which is Protoss, but different type of Protoss. Different tech, and you don't know what their cloaked warriors tend to use. There might be a reason why they use warp blades instead of rifles. But she does hit Malorn uh, for a nasty hit, but she doesn't have enough to activate the burn. And the cloak drops. You can see her clearly now. This frozen-looking... Smooth-faced. Smooth-faced, sort of purple Protoss. But yeah, Malorn recoils back for a second, as it is a nasty hit on him. Uh, We have a player turn. What would you guys like to do? Oh my god, now what do we do? I mean, you got this Hygelisk who's free. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that won't be a bad idea later. Yeah, it's fine. That's why we hired Durian. <laughs> uh, I think I could just pull my pistol and shoot somebody. You absolutely can. Can you make yourself deal with Protoss? Or are you still angry at scientists? Are you angry enough at scientists to shoot them, though? Yeah, I don't think that I would shoot a scientist. Like, you definitely punch a scientist, and you might not save a scientist. Yeah, I might punch a scientist. At this point, I... Or do I want to prove myself? Why is she embarrassed about being a resock? Because it indicates that she was a criminal before. That you were several a criminal times. Yeah, several times. You apparently <laughs> can never change your criminal ways. Yeah, she doesn't know exactly why she was resocked all those times. So... Yeah, so I think at this point, it, she might have some residual anger at the scientist, but I think I'll just shoot one of these cloak protests. Now, can I tell that Lindasa's cloak went down through the yes, sensor? Okay. Yes, you can tell that too. So then I think I'm, I'm in enough combat mode. I'm a soldier. Yep. I can focus on the task at hand and I can shoot a protoss. And Malorn didn't say anything about killing the other two. Nope, fair game. Even if he did, I don't remember. So... There was one that was attacking the guard, right? There's one attacking the guard, and there's one attacking... Well, there's one that you had punched earlier. There's one attacking you, I should say. Oh, yeah, then I'll I'll shoot him. <laughs> okay, so you... One maneuver to pull out your pistol. She's engaged with that Protoss. Yeah, you're engaged with that guy. Then I'll pull a knife. I'm actually a little better, I think, at my knife than I am at, at my pistol. Time for some knife action. I mean, knife works really well on Zerg. Let's see how it works on Protoss. So damage for a knife is going to be plus one, but a pistol is going to be five. Right, so the knife is whatever your brawn is, plus one more, then plus the number of successes. It's a four versus a five at that point. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and just pull the knife since he's right there. You pull out your knife and you can see this guy fine, so you can stab him. Uh, you're not going to get the blue die because now he knows to be that you're a danger. I'm honored that he thinks that I'm a danger. It is a purple and a red to attack him. He has one level of adversary. And no black dice, because this is physical. Correct. Um, one advantage, two failures. You could pay blue dice forward. You could recover strain. Let's just pay it forward. Okay. You're forcing him back a little bit. No one is really focused on probably Imogen as the next person to go, uh, is my guess. Whoever the next person to go on your team is, no one is focused on that person. Unless it's Pomorne, in which case Ladash is kind of focused on it. Uh, we got two bad guys, which is our two other Protoss goons. One is going to continue tearing into this trooper, because this trooper totally deserves it. So, 
What does that look like to us who don't have visors? To those who don't have visors, you see the worried trooper kind of like shooting and he has to pause for a second to see what did he hit. And then you'll see like just a gash appear and the trooper kind of lunge back. This time, however, you see the trooper and at the last minute he like ducks out of the way as he actually manages to not get murdered this round. The blood hunter misses him, believe it or not. Then there's the one that Lily is fighting with currently. There's a Hydralis there, but there's also this really annoying Terran who came at him with a knife. The Hydralis goes after them? The Hydralis goes after them, correct. And he's going after him. <laughs> he's going to go after Lily. Uh, he does connect for six damage. Soak still applies? Soak absolutely still applies. Okay. These blood hunters are not actually as directly deadly as proper Dark Templar are. So then he just has to do that eight more times, and I'm down. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time he'll have more successes. Yeah. Then your Zerg friend goes, and he is going to continue trying to claw at this stupid Protoss. So Lily and the Hydralisk are fighting the same Protoss. Yes. It's just like old times, Lily. Yeah, well... You, your Hydralisk friend. Yeah, like... I've done this before, yep. <laughs> The Hydralisk is not able to connect, but he does give that Protoss a black die as he's getting in his way. Well, we were using fanspear maneuvers or working together better before. Yeah. It's not the same one, Imogen. Not all Hydralisks are the same. I mean, they pretty much are. <laughs> that, that's kind of the point. I thought the Zerg are constantly mutating and changing. <laughs> that's just part of their marketing. <laughs> okay, we got Trooper who is currently getting murdered. He is just going to unleash and hope for the best. What is he shooting? He has like a smaller uh, assault rifle kind of thing. So he can do like little three round bursts. Is he like backing away? Because that Protoss was engaged with him. Oh, yes. He, so he has to keep like backing away to not get murdered. He actually connects really well. Yeah, he actually takes the Bloodhunter down. I give that guy credit. And he, then he falls like trips and falls over. And he's like just trying to catch his breath. As he somehow, against the odds, survived being attacked by a cloaked Protoss. But that guy looks absolutely terrified, exhausted. He's just like, click, 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 click. Like he expended his entire magazine just trying to take this guy down. Uh, that worked out well for him. Meanwhile, Lily is fighting one with a knife. Yes. <laughs> Lily, playing life on hard mode. Uh, two players. Imogen, perhaps you'd like to go? Yes. So we have discussed before called shot and how it can be used to potentially cause a temporary cripple or something like that to people, like to hamstring them or... Yep. I would like to use it to attempt to like blind Landasha with fire extinguisher. Like so that she has increased difficulty like on her next thing. Okay. I support this. So you have to take the aim maneuver, you take the black dice from the cold shot. But you have a blue die because I paid it forward. And what is the deal with shooting her at this point in time? Short range. And two levels of adversaries though. And she's half behind a pedestal. You're going for her face, so that defensive does not matter. She is not cloaked anymore. Oh, her cloak failed. Yes. Okay. Do we have any points? We don't. All right. You don't? Oh, I'm sorry. This is not easy. You want me to spend a point now? Is that what I heard? <laughs> no, no. I'm rolling one of every type of die right now. Throwing a force dice. There's no force dice in this game. Oh, right. Oh. Failure with one threat. Lorne gets mad at me. Stop attacking my kill. It's not my kill yet. Uh, yeah, you kind of tick him off a little bit and you're not able to connect. I will say this fire extinguisher is, you've got one round left in it. Okay. 
uh, you know, because it's seven to ten seconds worth. Yeah, yeah. But as the previous round was going, it did occur to me that she's not a soldier. Lily's totally in the zone and like doing everything that needs to be done. Like Imogen is, this is not Imogen's scene. That is a good point. I'm just trying to think of things she can do that is not like actually attacking a sentient being. <laughs> right. So Zerg don't count. Zerg don't count, except like she felt a little strange about that brood mother afterwards. Yeah. It was talking to them, but it had also like shot spines at them. So I mean, I, like, anyway, it's Malorn. He is literally going to try to take out one of Lindash's arms to force her to drop his weapon. So he's also doing a cold shot just to do that. Because again, he doesn't want to, he can't kill her right now. That's not helpful to him. Don't kill her with the fire extinguisher. I'm just going to chop off an arm. That'll be way better. Two black dice. And he did not have a blue dice paid forward. Oh, but he can aim because he's over there. He's taking strain then because the cold shot is an aim itself. Yep, he'll do it. That's fine. Yet he does manage to connect, which will force Lindasha to drop her weapon, the frying pan laser. She takes no actual damage with this because he's focused entirely on doing that. He has one advantage. He'll pay that forward, probably to Lily, but whoever it's going to be. I think actually I want to go at the top of the order. Okay. We'll get there shortly. And that makes sense if Malone's going to pass in the blue die to what I want to do. Yep. Uh, we have the other guard. He's looking a little concerned. He sees there's a Protoss over there. He's going to take a shot at that Protoss, which is Lindasha. He's medium range from her. I guess this is only round two. I was just wondering if you're tracking like how long before the alarm has some effect i have that in mind okay that trooper misses but he's clearly shooting at landasha well and malor is right there too but neither one of them get hit he just he ineffectively sprays a few bullets in the area uh you guys here on your comms then durian is like whoa the alarm's getting tripped you guys are in the back i'm on my way that can't be good i'm guessing that's the signal <laughs> He's at the end of the order. He will burst into the room at the end of next round, you suspect. Oh, yeah. How is he going to get through here? Uh, alarm. You're not... That's not your problem. He, he's a full, fully equipped mercenary department. Got his mercenary license. I thought he was going to be defending civilians. The contract is to defend Miss Washington and Miss Owendower and Miss uh, Ornery. Yeah, you can hear him... Like in the background a little bit as he's going, he's like, no, you get out of here. Go, go, go. Everybody out. Everybody out. Alarm's going off. Like you can hear a trooper, but like, what what, what the hell do I do? He's like, get out of here, man. And you can hear him like throw somebody almost. <laughs> Think of all the people he saved. I hope he gets interviewed by that woman from the news network. Uh, Kate Lockwell. Yes. Okay. So we are back at the top. Bad guy goes first. Wait, are the scientists... Are they just cowering? Are they leaving? What What are they doing? Yes. They are 100% cowering. Uh, it totally feels like a video game where you have to protect and they're just like stupidly cowering in the corner. Yep. Yep. 100% they're doing stupid stuff like that. I was thinking of issuing orders to the... The trooper? Guard people who are still here on that. Okay. I'm going to have this Protoss who's been fighting with Lily and this Zerg. He's doing okay, but he's not liking this at all. Uh, Lily's only hurt him a little bit. He's ultimately more concerned about a Hydralisk, though. So he's going to go after the Hydralisk and try to deal with that business. Uh, this guy does connect with the Zerg. He doesn't do a lot of damage, but the Zerg is not looking well for this world. 
but he does finally get a hit in, and he's going to take a step back. He's thinking about getting out of here. Then we have a player turn. I think Imogen, you wanted to go? Yes. The frying pan was dropped. Yes. Frying pan is dropped. You are short distance from the frying pan. Right. So I want to maneuver there and maneuver to scoop up the frying pan. And then as an action, I want to make a leadership check to the guard in the room. You! Not like pointing it at them, but being like, I've secured like your research project. Get those scientists to safety. Uh, one, to get the scientists to safety. Two, to kind of clear the room. Yes. Okay. I like that. I think this is just... And to also like to keep us looking like we're on their side. Right. I think this is two purples. I will throw in a black die because you are not their proper commander. Although Dr. Brian is dead. Bleeding all over the floor. But Malorn gave you the blue die. Yes. It looks like you've got this under control. Did you want to upgrade this? Oh, sure. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. You gotta spend that right away. Somebody hoarding all the story points. Once I use my flashback, they're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they say, you're not the boss of me, as I do not succeed the leadership check. But I have an advantage. I mean, it feels good to yell at people, but they, they, yeah, they just say, like, you're a civilian, get out of here. We got this, uh, everything's, Dominion has everything under control. Dominion has everything under control. No need to worry. I'm going to heal a strain. Okay. There is one more Protoss, which will be Lendasha. You picked up the gun at her footsteps. Essentially, I'm, uh... Technically, I am in standing. I didn't change my body position. But in my mind, Imogen, like, slid across the floor on her knees and scooped it up. Right, you know, slid across on one knee, scooped it up, and you're standing up. Yeah. She's going to pull her warp blade back out uh, and attack you, because you took the thing she was here for. And she says in in Terran, in English, essentially, You're not going to stand in my way, okay? You might not stand at all. Uh, she attacks you. You ruined my hair. I don't even have hair. I just have these like cool braids. Your braid, terrible. <laughs> she says mean girl things. I'm gonna write about you in my burn book. <laughs> uh, I have bad news for you. I've lost an arm to another uh, Prodos implement. Well, once she she hits, okay. Yeah, but warp blade doesn't that like slice through me like I'm butter? Well, that's like the. Dark Templar version. Hers aren't as good. There's seven damage coming your way. There's a triumph of hers coming your way, which is gonna be... That sounds like I'm losing an arm to a warp blade. That's gonna be a crit. So if you want to roll that, we'll use the Genesis crit table here. Zero nine. Zero nine. Slowed down. You can only act during the last allied initiative slot in the next turn. That's gonna mean a long time for me to be kneeling at this lady's feet. It is a nasty hit, and you just have to, like, take a second to catch your breath. Also, you've never quite been attacked like that. I mean, you've been gnawed at by Zerg, but you saw what this did to Dr. Brian. And you just have to take pause for a second, like, am I still alive? Uh, And you're not 100% sure. So this is a kind of glowy beam type thing? It's somewhat similar to your, your side gauntlet, but it looks a little bit more vicious, and it's on the end of, like, an actual staff but appears to be of a similar material. 
And by which I mean like the there's not material, but it forms a solid object. So does it feel like being cut or does it feel like burnt? Yes, it feels like being cut, like by surgically sharp implement. Okay. Actually, no, if it was surgically sharp, you wouldn't feel it as much. No, it, it hurts an incredible amount. So like a very sharp crystal. Yes, like a very sharp crystal. That's a perfect way to, to think of it. And it glows like a creepy red, like she was cloaked before. Like you couldn't tell like what color was attached to it. But it's like a creepy red glow. Uh, whereas your blade has a bit of a blue. And like it just, you can feel the pain. And Landasha is just like smiling, all glowing smiles as she's cutting you with this thing. So is there any sort of psionic edge to it? This is just like a narrative type thing, but do their weapons like only cause physical damage or do they make the person like feel pain? You can make a three purple knowledge protoss check. Do I get a blue die because I was just hit with it? Sure. You tasted the poison. I mean, so why not? <laughs> Two advantages. You are not sure, but this one hurts a lot. <laughs> you don't think you're dead. Could be the gash across my collarbone. Could be mental. Not really sure which. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she only has to do that like two more times to cut you to pieces, right? Correct. You don't have any soak? I have three soak. Oh, okay. My wound threshold is much lower than yours. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't take a seven point. I just took a six point. All right, your Zerg friend is going to go. He just got attacked by this Protoss, but the Protoss stepped back too. So he needs a vigilance check to spot. Oh, because that guy's cloaked. Yes, like before he was right on top of him and he sort of knew he was there. So to even see that he's there is going to be challenging. He fails with threat. He does not spot that Protoss. Lily, however, is right there. Mm -hmm. So he will take a swing at Lily, who is a completely valid target from his perspective. True. He had a bunch of threats, though, so he is going to... You nurture these poor Zerg back to health, and they just bite the hand that feeds them. It's true. It's true. I didn't name him, so maybe that's why he's mad. Could be. Uh, he takes a swipe down in front of your face, Lily. Uh, he does not quite connect, however, but it is very rattling. Right, okay. You are going to take a black die in whatever you're doing next. He had some advantages. Okay. Uh, it's like, whoa, this, you know, this is a, essentially a feral... Zerg, there's no telling who he's going to attack, what he's going to do. Yeah, no, it seemed like a good at the time to let him loose, but... Yeah, uh, let's see, North Trooper, who killed a Protoss on his own. There's Creepy Protoss over by Imogen and company, and there's Zerg. He's going to go for the Zerg. That's what he knows is super dangerous. That's what he understands. It's engaged with Lily. He doesn't feel concerned about that. The other guy was yelling at us that we're civilians and we need to get out of here. Yeah, that's true, that's true. We will roll the dice appropriately. Maybe they find people that'll look the other way to work back here. He fails with advantages. So I think, Lily, you get a blue die as, like, this Hydralisk is under... He just took a swipe at you, but now he's got some bullets, so he's looking around. He's not immediately looking at you. He might be distracted. It is two player turns, which I think is Lily and Malorn. Lily, what would you like to do? Okay, so I'm not engaged with the Protoss anymore? No, you are not. But you can see him just fine. So I could pull my gun and shoot him. Absolutely. But I'm sort of engaged with the Hydralisk. You are still engaged with the Hydralisk. So it's a maneuver to pull my gun so I can't step back? If you want to spend two strain to take a second maneuver, you could take one maneuver, pull your gun, spend the strain for the second maneuver to step to the side, and then shoot this Protoss as your action, if you wish. 
Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. So you're spending a little strain, but it's worth it. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to try to shoot the Protoss. Uh, and it's one upgrade. He's got one level of adversary. Uh, so one red. Uh, you know what? I will spend. So it is a purple and a red. Okay. Um, and you had a blue die paid forward from the trooper. Yeah, so I'm just rolling everything almost. Oh, six successes and two threats. Dang! What's the damage on your weapon? That's a surprise because I wasn't rolling any yellows. Pistol is five. Five plus six is 11. Yeah. You take this guy down. Oh, okay. Just a couple well-placed shots. You can see him just fine. Great, it's just me and the Hydralisk. Just you and the Hydralisk. Well, you got some, you got some distance between you and the Hydralisk. <laughs> so um, two threats is enough for an enemy to get a free maneuver. That is true. I think Lindasha is going to take a free maneuver. Her goons are getting cut. She takes a free maneuver toward the door. Are there doors out here or are those doors not really? No, there are no doors to the outside here. Oh, okay. There was just a guard who was in the back when Lily was here before. He was just like pacing the grounds. Yes. Okay. But is she traveling closer to Malorn then? She runs by Malorn. Malorn sticks out a foot, trips her, laughs at her. Well, the situation is she's going to get to go before Malorn does. Uh, another trooper goes and is going after this Hydralisk again, because that is, to him, super dangerous. But he's not able to connect, unfortunately. End of the round, Durian busts on the scene. He's like, the Endurians are here! Right into a fleeing Protoss. He's like covered in something, doesn't know what that's about. He was told there might be Zerg, though. Yep. And there's definitely Zerg. He does. He burns all his maneuvers just getting here, so he's not able to take a shot yet. Uh, he's, yeah, the Endurians are here. He's like, well, the Endurian is here. The civilians clear out. I'll take care of this Zerg. Wow, he's really efficient. Totally worth the credits. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.